0: Hey, welcome back, guys. This is Justin Stewart, one half of the Rosetti and Stewart podcast. Figure I'd do a little quick solo episode today. Um, today, I want to talk about the Steelers and Pirates. I do want to remind everyone that you can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts from, just search the Rosetti and Stewart podcast. So, I don't really want to waste too much time with this, but I do want to start out with the Pirates, and the reason I decided to hop on and do a solo podcast today is because I was on Twitter, and this Tim Williams guy, I know you shouldn't overreact to what people post on Twitter, and it's not really the... I don't know what the word is, it's, it's not really the place to really overreact, because people say a bunch of wild stuff on there, but I, I'm sorry. When you call Pirates fans, Pittsburgh Pirate fans, spoiled and entitled, and you lo- loop them or lump them in the same group as Steelers and Penguins fans, sorry, you cross the line there, That that's just absolutely moronic, I'm sorry. Listen, you can be... As a fan, you have a right to feel however you want to feel. I'm not going to take that away from you. That goes for any sport, any team. If you believe that the Pirates are heading in the right direction with this current management group and the front office, more power to you. If you don't feel like that's the case, more power to you. That's your right as a fan. Like, I I don't understand. how, How are you going to tell someone how to fan? Especially if a franchise hasn't been good in 30 years. I mean, this is a franchise that's had four winning seasons since 1992, and you're going to call us spoiled and entitled? Like, what are we talking about here? This team has lost 100 games back-to-back years. 2020, they were on pace to lose well over 100 games. 2019, they lost 90-plus games. I I mean, come on. Just stuff like that annoys me. How are you going to call a Pirates fans spoiled and entitled? Do you have any idea the suffering that fans have had to endure? And, and the, the thing that kills me about this is, oh, well, you have to have faith in the farm system, and these guys are going to help out the next wave of prospects. So they're going to get Pirates baseball back to winning baseball again. Listen, I'm, I'm not denying they have good prospects. Henry Davis, Nick Gonzalez, uh, you know, Tamar Johnson, you know, that's going to be a, a long ways away, but... Andy Rodriguez, I get it. They have prospects, but this is where I draw the line. The Pirates, I know they signed Vince Velasquez, and they just signed Austin Hedges, and they signed Carlos Santana. I, I, I'll i give them credit. They're signing players, but you can sign more. You can add a couple more arms to the starting rotation. You can add an extra arm or two in the bullpen. You can add a couple more bats on your lineup. Like, how are you going to tell a Pirates fan... No, forget that. How are you gonna lump a Pirates fan in the same group as Steelers and Penguins fans? Listen, if you wanna call Steelers fans and Penguins fans spoiled and entitled, you have more ground to stand on with that argument. But if you're calling telling a Pittsburgh Pirates fan that same thing, I'm sorry. You lose me there. You absolutely lose me there. The Pirates, when they were good, I say this every time on the podcast when we talk about the Pirates. From 2013 to 2015. 94 games. 88 games. 98 games. The fans showed up when they were winning. You can't call this a bandwagon fan base. The Pirates in 2001, when they opened a new stadium, broke attendance records. They were literally having large crowds all throughout the one season. And they were terrible that year, too. Literally, fans will show up to the ballpark. I, I know we have the Bobblehead Knights and the All-Promotions. I understand that's why primarily nowadays fans go, but fans are willing to go. And the Pirates have good fans. I, I don't really see a lot of toxic... I don't really see a lot of toxic... I can't even talk right now because I'm so frustrated. I don't see a lot of toxic Pirates fans on Twitter. Not as much as Steelers and Penguins. Like, they are far and few compared to those two other teams. So, I, I don't want to hear about how Pirates fans are X, Y, and Z either ungrateful. Ungrateful for what? What is this What is this management? What is this owner done to warrant getting the benefit of the doubt? I'll, I'll wait patiently. It's You know, like, just... Dude, I don't understand. Do people think before they post? Uh, clearly not. I mean, come on, dude. This is a franchise that's had th- past 30 years. 26 losing seasons. And I'll, I'll do one better. They haven't won a playoff series since they won the World Series in 1979 before. I, I don't really even count the wild card teams. You know, I know they made the playoffs technically, but they didn't advance except the first year. They lost the first game in 2014 and 2015, so they really didn't advance to the postseason. So, you're talking about winning the actual series, 1979. So, Pirates fans have had to endure a lot. You know, you guys, if you've listened to the podcast since day one, you know how I feel about Bob Nutting. You know how I feel about Ben Charrington. You know, people, for people, Ben Charrington, so for people saying singing his praises early on, some of the trades he's made, the Josh Bell one in particular, like those are the kind of trades, man. If you're trying to rebuild your team, you can't miss on those. And Josh Bell, while I don't think he's a superstar player, you see, he's a very good player, and he would still be good at first base. I think Josh Bell is one of those guys that could play well, ineffective well into his 30s, and you let him walk. And I understand he was a boring, and term term anyway, but, you know, you got to make an effort. And this is what it goes back to. Brian Reynolds is PO'd right now. He's not very happy. And you've done everything in your power to make him mad. I mean, look at the salaries. Carlos Santana in 2023 will be making roughly... The same amount of money that Brian Reynolds is. Brian Reynolds in 2021 was arguably a top 25 player in all of baseball. Now, he took a step back this year, as far as batting average and RBIs go. But he had more home runs this year. So the power's not an issue. And, you know, you have no protection around him. Guys that can consistently drive in runs. Maybe outside of O'Neal Cruz. So, Jack Swinski. So, you know, the Pirates... Your best player. I understand he's 27. I understand he's almost 30, and oh, you don't want to give guys 12-year contracts. I'm well aware of that, but seeing what Brandon Nemo, uh, Brandon Nemo got for the Mets, eight years about a buck 60. Brian Reynolds can definitely get that in the open market if he wanted to, even if. If he has three more strong years or whatever it is until they get rid of him, because I don't think he's staying long term anymore. I, I, you know, I thought there was a, an iota of a chance, but now I think it's none. I think he warrants eight years, one sixty. I think he can get two hundred million, depending on the type of years he has uh, moving forward. So you know, you have at some point you have to find start signing guys and saying, you know what put your foot down and say, you know what, these guys they're here to stay long term and they're going to be part of this next wave that's going to help us get out of the abyss Yeah, seriously you know, I i, I, I don't really like making these kinds of, kinds of podcasts or reactions, whatever you want to call them over some guy I've never even heard of on Twitter talk about how Pittsburgh is a miserable city I'm like, come on Come on, dude. You start making claims like that, I, I, I'm pretty sure you have no idea how Pittsburgh feels about X, Y, and Z. Especially the Pirates. Some of these Pirates apologists need to get get a clue. You, you know, that, that's the whole other thing. Like, some of these guys, I listen, I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I know it sounds like I'm telling you how to fan right now, but exact, if you think that they are headed in the right direction... I respect you for thinking that, but I just completely disagree. I I really, I've seen this movie a thousand times. We've seen this movie for the past 30 years. Uh, We'll we'll be good in three years with our prospects. And then a prospect, they they rely on these prospects to to help them break through this cycle of losing. And these guys never pan out consistently. You look at the top ten prospects. Right now, I I don't have the list right off the top of my head. How many of, you, of those guys do you think will actually pan out and be really good players? Maybe four, five out of ten, and that's being nice. It might be less. Honestly, do you think any of those guys in the top ten? Do you think any of those guys will be all star players? Really? You know, there, there's just a lot of uncertainty with baseball. Th- this isn't basketball. This isn't football. This isn't even hockey where a guy can just come in day one and make an immediate impact on your club. These are guys that, whatever, life happens, circumstances happen, a bunch of curveballs, no pun intended, thrown your way. Just... It's just frustrating. It's like you can't... There's always one side or the other. You can't criticize a team... Or, or you can't k- kiss its behind. Like you, you can't have middle ground and recognize when they do do good, even though it seems very not often. It doesn't seem very often that happens. But listen, I'm the kind of guy, I'll give you credit for making moves. And I'll give them credit for signing Carlos Santana. I'll give them credit for signing Vince Velasquez. I'll give them credit for signing Austin Hedges. But they could do a whole lot more. Especially with guys on your roster that are a bunch of rookies or a bunch of guys that have just got caught up. Or guys that are on cheap contracts. You can spend money. It's not against the law. You have money. And the way baseball is set up, and like the way other sports are set up with revenue and merchandise and, you know, concessions, you make money regardless. You make money. I don't want to hear the story about how the Pirates are broke or they can't afford to spend a little money in the offseason. They can. I, I'm just so sick of it. You're, you're going to tell me as a fan how to feel. Uh, how I, 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 I have no right to feel entitled because they've done the exact opposite. In the past 30 years of of trying to win baseball games. I mean, isn't the goal to win? And you're tanking. And you're tanking so bad that your best player wants out. Tell me how much sense that makes. You should be getting better. This is, what, 2020? The first year Charrington came in. Okay, I'll give you a pass. I'll even give you a pass about 2021. But 2022, 2022 was supposed to be the year they made some progress. I'm not saying win 85 games, but maybe 70 games. And this year, 2023 was supposed to be the year, oh, maybe we could be 500 maybe. Even maybe challenge for a last wild card spot. No. Shoot, I don't even know if this team's going to win 70 games next year in what we'll be in year five already? Come on. And this is the whole issue with baseball, too. The Royals have not recovered since 2015. They haven't. It is just so... There's... Small market teams are at such a disadvantage. There needs to be something done about that. And I know I just contradicted myself by saying how they could spend money. I I know I just did that. But the point remains, both of those things can be true. They could spend more money. No one's asking him to sign Aaron Judge or, or Mookie Betts or Cody Belt. No one's asking him to make those kind of moves. Just there's there's good players out there. Just add to the team. Get some veterans in here long term, maybe two three years, multi year deals. Enough of not this one year stuff. When you're gonna trade trade them mid season and what get more prospects for guys that might not even help you five years from now? Like, like serious, I'm just so sick of it. Don't ever. Tell me, I am a toxic fan, and I'm I'm a fair fan, or I'm spoiled as a Pirates fan. Get out of here, bro. That's enough Pirates ranting for the day for me. Just had to get that off my chest. I call out nonsense when I see nonsense, and that was absolute nonsense. Calling a Pirates fan toxic and spoiled is one of the dumbest things you could ever say on Twitter. End of story. Moving on to the Steelers real quick. Uh, tomorrow, they will be starting Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. And that, there's really no surprise there. Kenny Pickett suffered a second concussion last week against the Ravens. I think it's a smart move to keep him out. I, I did still see some people, some media guys, uh, you know, prominent media, media figures, talking about shutting Kenny down for the rest of the year. And, you know, I, I feel like as long as he's good to go next weekend against the Raiders on Christmas Eve, I, I think you have to, have to throw him out there. He needs to continue to you know get uh, reps, get a feel for the game, and uh, continue to get better. I, I I don't I don't like shutting him down, uh, not at all. If if he now if he's not healthy for some reason, you know that's one thing. But I, I think you got to play the rookie man. You got to play him. And I would shut down. Conversely, I would shut down T.J. Watt. Yeah, it's clear he's not healthy, and you know I appreciate his efforts trying to you know fight fight with his uh, his team and try to win some games, but. Dude, just sit out. Uh, there's what three games left. This team's probably not making the playoffs either. So, just why waste your time? I know it's it's the competitive nature. You know, guys are trying to win. Like that's that's what you're doing. For, that's what you do for a job. It's what you do for a living. But I mean, even even Cam Hayward too, and Mika Fitzpatrick. I would really limit their snaps. Uh, just 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 for uh, health health and safety purposes. Going forward in the next year, so they they come back a, you know fresh and ready to go. I guess that's all I could say. But listen, I've already said what I needed to say about the Steelers. You know, there's a whole fiasco about why Mason Rudolph isn't starting and why is Mitch starting X, Y, and Z. I I get it. Mitch Trubisky. I mean, if you look at the numbers last week, you know, a very high completion percentage. Made some good throws, but. You can't be throwing three picks in, in in your red zone. That's just unacceptable. And you know, it is what it is. Mitch Trubisky. I've never understood this argument either. I, I've heard people mention this on Twitter too about how, oh well, he he he'll he'll take a step forward in his progression and growth as an NFL quarterback. How does that work exactly? Oh, because you sat behind Josh Allen. You don't get better sitting on the bench. That's not how it works. You can learn things, but at the end of the day, you have to go out there and perform. And, you know, we we know who Mitchell Trubisky is at this point. He's a low-end starter on a team like the Steelers who has a a quarterback waiting in wings, waiting behind him. And that's exactly what happened. And as long as him, guys like him and Baker Mayfield during the league, those kind of guys, they're not going to be everyday starters unless proven otherwise. You know, I know Baker had a good game last week against the Raiders. You know, it was very clutch then in the fourth quarter, but listen, they're, they're low-end starters on a non-contender, which both those two guys are, and if they're on a good team, they're probably a backup, and there's nothing wrong with that. Both of them have, have had long careers, uh, you know, compared to the average uh, span of an NFL career. I mean, they've pretty much passed it, so... I'm not really in the hoopla over the whole mason rudolph uh, mitch Trubisky you should start thing. Either way, we know what we have with Mason-Rudolph, too. It's not like he's going to go out there and throw for six touchdowns against the Panthers, who have been playing really a lot better football, especially with Sam Darnold like quarterback. J.C. Horn's picked it up as a, you know, and the whole defense. It's kind of young. They've gotten better, too. So, listen, it's not going to be an easy game for the Steelers to win. I do expect them to win, but it's gonna be one of those maybe sloppy 1916 kind of scores. It's just it's, that's just how the Steelers play football. Yeah, it is what it is. It's not my favorite brand of football, but you know that, that that's the Steelers' motto: uh, uh, get it out and find a way to win at the end of the day. So you know, I expect tomorrow to be no different. We'll see how tomorrow goes, but you know. Mitch is one of those guys who'll make a couple really nice plays, and then he'll make that one play where you're just thinking to yourself, WTF, man, WTF. But that's pretty much all I had to do. This wasn't intended to be a very long podcast, but I just figured I'd hop on when, when you see lunacy on Twitter and someone making ridiculous claims. I mean, absolutely ridiculous claims and just just Twitter. Twitter is quite the place to be if you want to look at a lot of people's hot takes or lack thereof, I guess, if you want to put it that way. So, you know, all in all, pretty ridiculous takes by my man Tim Williams. And listen, if he somehow, very unlikely, he hears this, but if he somehow uh, hears this, I would love to set up a conversation and even have invite him on the podcast and just just understand his rationale behind what he said today. I just really don't understand how Pirates fans can be toxic and spoiled and entitled. Now, Steelers and Penguins fans, I got you there, man, but come on. You know, I, I support this team even though they're trash. I literally went to – I think this year I went to a lot of games this year. So, you know, I'm, I, I like to see good baseball. The city has shown when good when a good product is on the field, they will come. And regardless of how, how people feel about Bob Nutty, the owner – and the rest of the guys in the front office, the reality is if the Pirates are good again, you know, if they are somehow good again in the future, people will show up and PNC Park will be a placed a premier place to go in the summertime. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you uh, guys. But that's all I have today on this little short podcast. I'm trying to figure some things out since the space where we've been recording recently has, uh, I guess, closed for the rest of the semester. So you know, and Tony's officially graduated college. So shout out to Tony Rossetti for graduating college too. Once we get all that figured out, we should be uh, back to doing podcast here. So, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know when we'll be having another podcast after this one. I might hop on and do some recaps, Steelers recaps, things things of that nature. Might just have, might do some at-home stuff with Tony too, but we've been talking to a guy uh, we might interview, so we might have that going as well. So, we'll just see how it all plays out. I do want to have more guests in the future. There's, you know, we've reached out to some guys, they've gotten back, and, you know, others, it's it's still a process. We're working out the details there, so, you know, all in all, just... Wrapping up, like, for this episode, you know, just a, a pretty solid first year for the podcast, I'd say. Certainly, I think I should get better. I definitely need to get better as far as, you know, research, that kind of stuff. So, I actually come in, you know, more prepared, not kind of nervous and, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, hats off to this year. Uh, I do will guarantee you guys I'll be cutting up a little pooper reel here before Christmas, maybe two of them. Uh, one bef- before or around Christmas, and one uh, around New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day, that kind of thing. So, looking forward to releasing that. We have a lot of, like, unedited footage, that kind of stuff, so I'll be throwing that in there as well. So, But I just wanted to keep you guys updated on, on where our podcast is going from here on out. So, you know, we're, we're still going strong here, man, still going strong, just figuring everything out. And, you know, school's a grind, so I, I would love to post-weekly episodes but sometimes it's just not it's just not in the cards and you know I'm trying to get better at that too so we'll just see how it all pans out here as the weeks and days and months you know uh, come upon us so you know i appreciate everyone for tuning into our podcast for a lot of 2022 you know stay safe out there happy holidays uh we'll see you soon hopefully and um yeah, you can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Pretty much tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Rosenthal Stewart Podcast. Uh, for, for Justin Stewart, I am Justin Stewart's Rotting Soul here. Uh, talk to you guys uh, soon. Uh, bye.